Welcome to the all-new Changing Worldviews podcast with Sharon Hughes. Broadcast journalism you can trust to bring you the truth regarding the issues of our day and the worldviews behind them, politically, culturally, and religiously. For such a time as this. Freeing the minds of the brainwashed masses. Now, here's Sharon. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today on the show. I'm looking around and I'm like, so um, when the price is going to get back to uh, where they were before? Right. I mean, so most Americans are not just looking for disinflation. They're looking for deflation. They want these prices to be back where they were before the pandemic. Million dollars, 1993 today is now $2,070,000. Inflation in five years will probably devalue half of everyone's money listening to this in their 401ks, IRAs, and their soft saving accounts. Right now, the world is a wreck, and their only solution to the devaluation is they're going to have to work harder. Our rights are being destroyed perhaps forever. But don't you see? We're letting it happen. We're asleep. We sleep and they come in like a thief in the night and they take what's left. Merry Christmas to everyone. On behalf of Jill and Kamala and Doug and I, we welcome you all to the National Christmas Tree Lighting. Thanks for tonight's host, LL Cool J. And all the great, incredible performers who are here. As a matter of fact, I don't know how they did it with uh, just that one beautiful lady coming out anyway. Earlier this week, Jill unveiled the theme of this year's holiday at the White House. We the people. From the earliest days of our nation, Americans have known Christmas as a time for prayer and worship, for gratitude and goodwill, for peace and renewal. Melania and I are full of joy at the start of this very blessed season. For Christians, this is a holy season the celebration of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here we are in the middle of the Christmas season, and I have been thinking about a couple of things. Number one, not only that our world is in turmoil, but also our nation as far as finances go. J.P. Morgan has just come out with a report that most Americans have used up all their savings since COVID. And last week, most Americans, it was reported, are getting a new credit card just so they could buy Christmas presents. It's no surprise to any of us that we are in the middle of a horrific economic inflation. My goodness, to buy a can of Libby's olives for $2.99, and that is Rayleigh's member's price. It costs more than that if you're not a member. Are you kidding me? Used to be able to buy them regularly, not on sale, just for 99 cents. And that's just one example. As a matter of fact, when I was at Rayleigh's, a young man was waiting on me as the checker. And I asked him, I said, do you know what's going to be happening with the prices? Because everything has doubled or more. And he said, I wish I could. I wish I could tell you. I wish I would know for myself. He says, I've got six at home and this is my second job. Well, of course, he's grateful that he has two jobs. There are some that don't. But just as prices have doubled, a lot of Americans are having to double their work or have two jobs. 
Honestly, it breaks my heart when I'm in the grocery store to see young moms or young families with a little one in the cart. And, you know, there's very few things in the cart as they look at things and put them back on the shelf. I wish I had a million dollars and I could just, you know, help them out. It's it's just sad. Well, we know that Christmas is about more than Christmas gifts. It's about more than the state of our economy or the state of our wallet. And we know the reason we celebrate it is the coming of the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, who came that first Christmas, the greatest gift ever given, a free gift from God himself to anyone who would receive the gift of his son, the gift of Jesus And I don't care if you're reading Billy Graham's magazine and his son, Franklin Graham, has taken over, but right on the front of the cover of their December magazine is Christmas 2023, A World in Turmoil, or the headlines in any newspaper, online, print, magazines. Actually, it's a lot like it was during the time when Jesus was born. So many things going on, and specifically the war in Israel when Hamas attacked Israel on October 7th. Well, as a result of that, we know that there have been attacks on U.S. troops, and they have increased from Iran-backed rebel groups. As a matter of fact, as of this show, there's been nearly 100 attacks in the Middle East on U.S. troops, and at least 66 troops have been injured, and 19 have been diagnosed with traumatic brain injuries. And of course, this is all because of the Israeli military offensive against the Palestinian terrorist organization Hamas when they attacked Israel, killing innocent men, women, children. We talked about that on our last episode, and I encourage you, if you missed that, go back and listen because there's very important information there from my guest, Miles Weiss, an expert on the Middle East. And here at home, probably not surprising, although I think we are all grieved as Americans to see how many pro-Palestinian, anti-Israel demonstrations are happening that are not peaceful. As a matter of fact, this week saw many of those radicals not only targeting Jewish synagogues and so forth, but also churches. This evidently is a new tactic as they are targeting Christmas tree lightings across the country, as well as other Christian symbols. One of the latest examples was today's protest in Los Angeles, where pro-Palestinian radicals marched from a fundraiser for Joe Biden to an area where there were several synagogues and they sprayed anti-Israel graffiti on the walls opposite the synagogues and also vandalized a local church. Well, if I were to ask you this question to fill in this blank, all I want for Christmas is, I doubt that you would say my two front teeth, as the old song says. I doubt that you would probably sing, all I want for Christmas is you. Actually, I think probably a lot would fill in the blank and say, all I want for Christmas is peace on earth and to be able to buy a gift or two for my family. And yes, we know Christmas is not about the gift giving, but we do know it is a symbol of God's gift to us. That's why we exchange gifts, as well as the gifts of the wise men that they brought to Jesus when he was born. So is that what this podcast is all about? Just to report things that you already know or to put a cloud over our Christmas? No. 
As our regular listeners know, we are talking about the changing worldviews in our world. We've been doing it for over 20 years now, as well as the worldviews behind the issues and the policies and the agendas and all of that so that we can be informed, so that we can not only vote for people that align with our values, but also to realize that each of us have a part to play in our own individual spheres of influence, whether it's in our family or in our neighborhood, perhaps maybe on a school board. No matter where you live your life, all of us have a responsibility also to pray for our nation, to pray for those who are our leaders, as the Bible says, so that it may go well with us. There is turmoil in the world, but we also want to bring encouragement to be able to stand in the day in which we live, which we are going to do on today's show. After all, it is Christmas. So stay with me. We'll be right back right after this. It's Coming from the Sierra Nevada foothills of Northern California, you're listening to Sharon Hughes, Saying It Like It Is. Hi, my name is Leona. I'm from Templeton, Massachusetts. I've been bothered with heartburn for quite a while, and I didn't know what to do, so I researched LOA Pect, and from day one, I, I've been on it for like three months now. I haven't had one heartburn, and it's helped me a lot. I will keep on using it for a long time. And if you go to Apex Health, A-P-E-X, health.life, slash Sharon, you can order your first bottle or bottles at the special price. Call 833-334-5433. Again, 833-334-5433. Using the promo code Sharon Special. We're rapidly headed towards Christmas. It'll be here before we know it. And as you well know, there can also be stress. So our special offer this month is Overcoming Holiday Stress by Marriage, Family, and Child Counselor Cynthia Bonker. I interviewed her a couple years ago on this very subject, and you can get a copy of this very handy book as well as a CD of my interview with her on Overcoming Holiday Stress. This is particularly important for anyone that might need encouragement, either because of grief, of losing a loved one, or for those that are in recovery recovery from an addiction, holiday stress can be a trigger, and you can order it online by going to our website, changingworldviews.com, clicking on the donate page and December special offer. Your purchase helps us reach more listeners, not only across America, but also around the world. You can also get your copies by sending a check to Changing Worldviews, P.O. Box 995, Cedar Ridge, California, 95924. Again, P.O. Box 995, Cedar Ridge, California, 95924. Here's more with your host, Sharon Hughes, bringing you the best on faith, family, and freedom.
So NPR this week reported on issues as regards to what's going on with inflation. And if inflation is going down, like the current administration says, why are prices not going down? Here's some of that conversation. Just means prices are going up more slowly than they had been. Uh, Economists call this disinflation. And a lot of people are dissatisfied because they still feel like they're going uphill, even if the hill is not as steep as it was. They want to know, when do we get to the top and get to go downhill? Uh, Lisa Cook, who serves alongside Jerome Powell on the Fed's Board of Governors, told an audience at Duke University last month she's heard this complaint from her own family members, and she knows the feeling. I'm looking around, and I'm like, so... um when the price is going to get back to uh, where they were before, right? I mean, so most Americans are not just looking for disinflation. They're looking for deflation. You know, if people think prices across the board are going to drop, they'll probably put off spending. And if spending dries up, then the whole economy runs out of gas. So you don't have to listen to NPR or any other economist or the Fed to find out what's going on. You know what's going on. You are the one that is going to the grocery store, seeing what the prices are, and not just on groceries, but Christmas gifts. And frankly, nobody is really predicting that things are going to change anytime soon. So what does that mean for us? Well, we want to do the best that we can through the holiday season to celebrate in a way that is God-honoring and also within our budgets. And we probably need to put on our New Year's resolutions, taking a good look at our finances and where we're at and what can we do to ensure that we can take care of our family. But the larger picture here is not just what's going on with the economy, I don't have to tell you. It's the government policies that have been put in place in the last couple of years that have caused these things to happen. I mean, frankly, I do not know how in the world this administration can ask for billions of dollars more to give to Ukraine when we have so many of our own people homeless on the streets Not to mention the average American paying for it with their taxes that very few of us, according to the polls, approve of. Well, you heard clips here from the movie that I've mentioned before, The Last Ounce of Courage, which is a really great movie. And it's talking about the loss of our freedoms, which really are behind a lot of the ills that we are facing today, including economically. As we go into break, I'll play a little bit more of that because it is actually my movie pick of the week. I hope you get a chance to watch it because I think you will be encouraged and And then when we get back on the other side, I want to play more recent U.S. presidents that we've had, their comments at the National Christmas Tree Lighting. And I'm going to do it for a very specific reason, which I'll tell you why on the other side of this. So tonight I stand here a freedom fighter. This country was founded by freedom fighters. Men and women who love their country and their creator. 400 years ago, Our forefathers left the religious oppression of another land to build this one. And the first thing they did, the first thing they did was to put a cross on the shores of the Atlantic. But it was more than a cross. It was a symbol that in this land, a citizen has the freedom to worship as he or she desires, or the freedom not to worship at all. My fight isn't about colored lights or a tree on the city square. 
My fight is about freedom and taking back what has been stolen from us. We are losing freedoms one by one that our forefathers, our brothers in arms, and my son died for. It is time we stood up for what they died for, for what we believe in. Our rights are being destroyed perhaps forever. But don't you see, we're letting it happen. We're asleep. We sleep and they come in like a thief in the night and they take what's left. Wake up! We can't sleep anymore. Wake up and look around you. Look what's coming over the horizon. We can't let the enemy take one more inch, not one more inch. We can't be silent anymore. The silence has to stop and it has to stop today. Young men and women are dying in foreign lands to preserve the freedoms that we enjoy every single day. Can you hear them? Just listen. It's their voices from the grave. They're wondering if they died in vain. Do we dare diminish their sacrifice by our silence? Well, if your answer is no, then you think about this. When history is written, will history say you stood by and you did nothing? Or will history say that you fought? You fought like those brave souls. You fought to preserve the memory of the young men and women that have given everything for this country and for you. We fight for freedom. We fight for freedom. We fight for freedom. On the field of battle, common men do uncommon things. I was in the uh, Marine Corps and I wanted to be the best. He walked a different walk when he was in that uniform. They volunteer to protect our freedom. I was ambushed in Afghanistan on my third deployment. My truck ran over an anti-tank landmine. We've had phone calls interrupted by mortars. We see the physical scars, but there's spiritual scars, a lot of pain. Uh, we've been separated twice. He was standing on the end of the bed, screaming at me, incoming, incoming, get down, get down. I would have a gun to my head. I need my marriage to be saved. Samaritan's Purse is wanting to try to save the marriages of these men and women who have served our country so valiantly. This has given us hope. Before we got here, our marriage was, it was broken. It was falling apart. The chaplains know they were in the bunker and huddled down, and they know that fear. It's an honor to be able to serve these men and women here at Operation Heal Our Patriots because they've given so much. Getting to see my husband accept Jesus as his Lord and Savior, it's amazing. It's amazing to see God take a hold of a life that has been damaged through war and then all of a sudden come to a place where they realize they've got help that they haven't been able to find anywhere else. We pay their expenses, so it's, it's a weekend retreat where it's focused again on marriages. We need your help, we need your support for us at Samaritan's Purse to be able to do programs like Operation Heal Our Patriots. We need people to stand by us financially to do it. 
It's an expensive program, but it's worth every penny investing in these men and women that have suffered so much for our freedom and for our nation. This is Gail from California, and it seems like before I started hiking Aloe Apex and the GFM, it was like walking uphill. Everything seemed to be an effort, and about two weeks after I started taking it, I noticed I was moving faster, had more energy, was doing stuff, and it was just like, wow. And then after about a month, it really started kicking in, and I was just so happy. Since I've been taking it, I have not taken any Tylenol, Advil, Aleve, Aspirin, anything. If you go to Apex health.life backslash Sharon, you can get a 25% discount or call 833-334-5433. 833-334-5433 for gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Coming from the Sierra Nevada foothills of Northern California, you're listening to Sharon Hughes, saying it like it is. I love the singing group that I discovered this past year, the Collingsworth family, and you've been hearing clips from this particular song, We Need a Little Christmas by Them. And I'll play the whole song as we close out the show. But before that, I want to play some short clips from some of the most recent presidents that we've had here in America and the comments that they made at the National Christmas Tree Lighting. And the reason for doing this is because we are all about worldviews here and how they play a part in everything of life. I mean, our own personal lives, but also our national life. The worldviews behind our leaders help us understand not only who they are and how they see life, but the policies that they are in favor of or right into executive orders and so forth and so on. So without further ado, I'm going to play some of them. You'll hear Obama, you'll hear Reagan, Biden, and you'll hear Trump. And because this is not a campaign speech that each is given, it's the speech given to the whole nation at Christmas time. It's a good measure to see which one of these presidents line up with your values and your beliefs. And then we'll close it out with a favorite song by the Collingsworth family because it is Christmas time. My fellow Americans, thank you for joining Nancy and me on this festive evening. The menorah stands lighted in Lafayette Park, for this is also the time of Hanukkah, and this season is rich in the meaning of our Judeo-Christian tradition. In a moment, we'll be lighting the national Christmas tree, carrying forward what is now a 62-year tradition first begun by Calvin Coolidge. Tonight, we're drawn in warmth to one another as we reflect upon the deeply holy meaning of the miracle we shall soon celebrate. We know that Mary and Joseph reached the stable in Bethlehem sometime after sunset. We do not know the exact moment the Christ child was born, only what we would have seen if we'd been standing there as we stand here now. Suddenly, a star from heaven shining in our eyes, shining with brilliant beauty across the skies. A star pointing toward eternity in the night, like a great ring of pure and endless light. And then, all was calm and all was bright. Such was the beginning of one solitary life that would shake the world as never before or since. When we speak of Jesus, 
and of his life, we speak of a man revered as a prophet and teacher by people of all religions, and Christians speak of someone greater, a man who was and is divine. He brought forth a power that is infinite and a promise that is eternal, a power greater than all mankind's military might, for his power is godly love, love that can lift our hearts and soothe our sorrows and heal our wounds and drive away our fears. He promised there will never be a long night that does not end. He promised to deliver us from dark torment and tragedy into the warming sunlight of human happiness and beyond that into paradise. He's never been a halfway giver. His generosity is pure and perfect and sure. This then expresses the true meaning of Christmas. If each of us could give but a fraction to one another of what he gave to the whole human family, how many hearts could heal, how much sorrow and pain could be driven away. There's still time for joy and gladness to touch a sad and lonely soul, still time to feed a hungry child, to wrap a present for a kind old man feeling forlorn and afraid, and to reach out to an abandoned mother raising children on her own. There's still time to remember our armed forces, to express our profound gratitude to those keeping watch on faraway frontiers of freedom, and to redouble our energies to account for our MIAs. They are not and never will be forgotten. And there's still time to remember the deepest truth of all, that there can be no prisons, no walls, no boundaries separating the members of God's family. Let us reach out tonight to every person who is persecuted. Let us embrace and comfort, support and love them. Let us come together as one family under the fatherhood of God, binding ourselves in a communion of hearts for tonight and tomorrow and for all time. Merry Christmas and God bless you all. And now we're going to light the tree. Merry Christmas, everybody. Well, this show is always a great way to get in the holiday spirit. Every year, I rehearse my own little act just in case, but it seems like yet again, they couldn't find space to squeeze me in to the program. Uh, you are lucky I'm not singing. Uh, first of all, let's also give it up for Jane Lynch and all the great performers who are doing an incredible job putting us in a festive mood tonight. You know, each Christmas we celebrate the birth of a child who came into the world with only a stable's roof to shelter him, but through a life of humility and the ultimate sacrifice, a life guided by faith and kindness towards others. Christ assumed a mighty voice, teaching us lessons of compassion and charity that have lasted more than two millennia. He ministered to the poor. In this season of hope, let us come together as one people, one family, to ensure that we're doing everything we can to keep America the land of endless opportunity and boundless optimism for which we're so thankful. Merry Christmas to everyone. On behalf of Jill and Kamala and Doug and I, we welcome you all to the National Christmas Tree Lighting. Thanks for tonight's host, LL Cool J. Give him a, and all the great, incredible performers who are here. As a matter of fact, I don't know how they did it with uh, just that one beautiful lady coming out. Anyway, long story. 
Earlier this week, Jill unveiled the theme of this year's holiday at the White House. We, the people, the very idea of America, the first words of our Constitution, the beating heart of our democracy, an enduring reminder that America has many, many strengths, but our greatest strength is America standing united. And during this holiday season, reflect on our blessings, that despite our differences, there are far more things that unite us as one America. Common values like liberty, opportunity, dignity, respect and honor, and compassion. In the season of fellowship and goodwill, we remember those values and we seek to make them real for each other. From the earliest days of our nation, Americans have known Christmas as a time for prayer and worship, for gratitude and goodwill, for peace and renewal. Melania and I are full of joy at the start of this very blessed season. We're thrilled to think of the people across the nation and all across the continents whose spirits are lifted by the miracle of Christmas. For Christians, this is a holy season, the celebration of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Christmas story begins 2,000 years ago with a mother, a father, their baby son, and the most extraordinary gift of all, the gift of God's love for all of humanity. Whatever our beliefs, we know that the birth of Jesus Christ and the story of this incredible life forever changed the course of human history. There's hardly an aspect of our lives today that his life has not touched art, music, culture, law, and our respect for the sacred dignity of every person everywhere in the world. On behalf of Melania, myself, Baron, all of my children, all of my grandchildren, they're here with us tonight. I want to thank you. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Well, I hope you found that interesting. And as promised, I want to close out this episode with a favorite song by the Collingsworth family. Different than the one you've been hearing throughout the show, but we need a little Christmas, actually. I think we need a whole lot of Christmas. Our world needs a whole lot of Christmas. And what I mean by that, of course, is the reason we celebrate this Christmas season, the birth of the Savior of the world. How did the angels say it to the shepherds? Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. 
And of course, that's what Christmas is all about. And that's why we don't need just a little bit of Christmas. We need everything that God had in his heart when he, as the Bible says, so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, what is greater to celebrate than that? Born in Bethlehem's tiny crowded town Raised in Nazareth, a king without a crown He sat with sinners, the lowly and the But he was not ashamed Isn't that why he came A poor lost world to save To carry all our shame And heal the hurt he's been through it would have been easier to turn and walk
so. Until I see you next time, this is Sharon Hughes. Merry Christmas. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Changing World Views. You can follow Sharon on social media or listen to her on many online platforms. Just go to our website, changingworldviews.com, for all the links. And until next time, stay informed, stay alert, because we are indeed living in a changing world. 